Hey everyone, I'm Leslie Myrick. I'm an adventurous, organized, and enthusiastic interior designer based in Atlanta, Georgia. My mission is to help high-achieving women bust out of their boring homes. This is the podcast version of my weekly Instagram live show, Bust Out of Boring. You can catch me live there every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Ready for actionable advice to create a kick-ass home you love? Let's bust out of boring. Welcome to Bust Out of Boring, episode 82, How to Display Family Photos. So I'm a few minutes late. My apologies. I wish I had some fantastic reason for showing up late today, but I will be honest. I have been binge watching Get Organized with the Home Edit on Netflix, and I was labeling my pantry, and I got a little sidetracked with time. So there's the whole story. Even designers sometimes catch the organizing bug and grab a Sharpie and label maker and go to town on their homes. Anyway, totally unrelated, but here we go. I want to talk about how to display family photos. I get asked about this a lot and people really struggle with it because photos can look really cluttery. They're often small, like four by six or five by seven, which isn't a great size for a wall. And we'll get to that. And hanging up family photos successfully is tricky to do. If you think about selling a home, one of the first things a realtor asks you to do is take down family pictures. Partly yes, because, you know, you want the new owners to picture themselves in there, not you guys. But I'll be honest, family photos aren't usually hung very well and they're really cheesy. I'm going to help with that today. So let's talk about that because this is the time of year, guys. It is October. Everybody's booking their family photo shoots and getting out in those pumpkin patches and matching outfits and doing all those cute things. And there's going to be pictures to show for it. So here are my tips to display family photos in a really successful way. The first tip I have is to group your pictures together. Huh, that might be a gallery wall. I love those. Here's why it works so well. Grouping a bunch of smaller things together, you put them on the wall, they start to read as one large group, one large uniform thing. Instead of one four by six on this wall and two eight by tens on this wall and something else over here, which just feels out of proportion and really disconnected to what's going on in the room. If you can group your family photos together and have them in a gallery wall, have them going up a staircase all together in one place, it makes a very, just a very strong visual impact. And it's a lot more successful than little bitty random photos that are kind of all over the place. I also want to encourage you to play with the scale. I mentioned earlier You know, a lot of times we'll get photos printed and they're four by six, five by seven, maybe a spring for the eight by 10. That's not very big when you're talking about the walls in your home. And don't be afraid to go bigger with pictures, like stupid bigger, like 24 by 36 inches or even bigger depending on the scale of your room and the size of your home. Is it going to cost more? Yes. Is it a worthy investment? Absolutely. In my Texas living room, you might have seen this photo. Above our teal sectional is a 40 by 60 inch, yes, very large photo of my husband when he was five. I love this picture. 
and I snuck it out of my in-laws house and I blew it up and had it printed and framed. And it makes the most amazing statement. It is a family photo, but it's presented in a way that it looks like art. And that's what I want to encourage you to do is have fun playing with scale and size. You don't just have to, you know, tack up these rinky dink little photos, blow them up, show them off. Be proud of who's in them and what's going on in those photos. Don't be afraid to go big and play with scale. If you're doing a gallery wall, I also suggest mixing in some art or maybe some sculptural pieces. Maybe your husband's a hunter like mine. You've got random deer heads kicking around. A skull, if that's your thing. Maybe it's framed artwork by your kids or it's a letter someone wrote you. Something that's not photography really adds more interest to a gallery wall and a grouping. But I do think it's really nice when that thing, whatever things you add in, have meaning. They are also part of your family story. Upstairs, we have a gallery wall, surprise, in our home. And it's mostly photos, wedding photos, baby photos, all that good stuff. But we have on there a framed note that my best, my husband's best friends, I think, six-year-old at the time wrote and it was so funny and sweet and it made us both laugh and we put it in a frame and hung it on there because it was meaningful and it was from someone who meant something to us so have fun mixing in art mementos maybe it's your grandmother's dishware that you have a couple pieces have fun mixing and matching and making it not just about the family photos but having this wall or this area in your home tell a lot about your family's history The stuff that's stuck in a box in your closet should not be in a box in your closet. It should be in a frame on your wall where you can love it and appreciate it. Another tip I have to display family photos is to unify things either with the frames or the colors in the photos. Another drawback of putting up your photos is they tend to feel kind of random and disconnected. The lighting is different. The environments are different. The colors are different and they feel like they don't belong together. A couple ways you can deal with that. I've seen people that have converted all their photos to black and white and hung them that way. It sure looks cool, but you can probably guess I'm not the kind of person that's going to make all my pictures black and white before I put them up. What I prefer to do is use the frames to unify things. So for example, I will use all black frames with white mats, or maybe they're all brass frames, or maybe they're all you know, maybe they're the same color, but they're different thicknesses, some way where they feel like they belong together. But if you start having a black frame and a white frame and a walnut frame and a blonde wood frame and a red frame, that's when things feel even kookier. So find a way to bring some order to the chaos with how you frame and how you present the photos. And another tip I have for displaying family photos, this is a personal preference. It is totally up to you. I like to keep them to the more private areas of our home. And I only have a few family pictures in common spaces that our guests would see, like the kitchen or the living room or the entryway. Our family photo wall is upstairs where people don't typically go. And I love it that way because then when we're up there getting the kids ready for bed or getting up in the morning, we see it and we get to appreciate it. But on the main floor of our home, there's the giant photo of my five-year-old husband And I'm racking my brain, a few family photos mixed into a gallery wall in our dining room. And that's really it. I prefer to decorate with art, with photography, 
that kind of thing in the public spaces of the home with very, very few family pictures. And I like to save those family photos for stairwells or hallways or landing spaces where the family is. That's where they look best to me. And I really appreciate them more. And if you're trying to get that, you know, designer magazine worthy look at home, you're not going to see a lot of family photos in a space. That also helps your space feel more put together and designed, as it were. Family photos are important. Go get your pumpkin patch pictures taken with your matching scarves because it's real cute. And use these tips to put them up in your home in a way that looks great and communicates the value of the photos and the people in them to you. Group them together. Go big. Play with scale. Mix in art, sentimental items, pieces with depth and dimension. Unify things with frames or the color mats or the color of the photo. Find some way to make these rando things feel like they make sense together. And keep your your main dump of family pictures to the private areas of your home. And just have a select few statement photos in the public area where, you know, friends and guests and things like that would see. There you go. Get those family photos taken, get them up, and these tips will help you help them look their best. Have an awesome week. I won't be late next week because I won't be label making my pantry. (laughs) I'll make sure I'm here on time. Have a great week, guys. Rock on, get organized, label things, and hang your photos beautifully. I will see you next Monday. Bye. You are awesome. Thank you so much for sharing part of your busy day with me. If you're digging the Bust Out of Boring podcast, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I so appreciate you taking the time to share the show with other ambitious, professional, and high-achieving women like you. If you want more help busting out of your boring home, you can grab my free interior design budget guide, kitchen design checklist, and more free resources at lesliemeyerick.com slash freebies. See you next Monday.